Welcome to the Good Gal Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Sedevi. Everybody, I I don't know why I did that word. Um, I'm so happy you're here, and I'm Caitlin or Kate, whichever you would like to call me. And thank you so much for joining me today on this spooky episode. Um, you know, getting into the spirit of things. I <laughs> spirit, get it? <laughs> oh, I'm so funny. Um. I just thought I would do like a little spooky session today. We are talking, I'm going to just like share some stories that, (laughs) to be completely transparent with you, I found on Reddit and I thought they were kind of creepy, but none of this is like horror or like demonic. Um, I think it's just more like, you know, just like friendly ghost encounters let's put it that way or like scary dreams or stuff like that so nothing nothing too too terrifying because i'm gonna be honest with you guys i do not like being scared i do not like being spooked i i think if you guys listen to my fall episode about what is in and out for fall um definitely spooky is out i or scared is out i like the idea of like the little like halloween like stuff but again i cannot do scary movies so and i also can't really do scary scary stories um i remember scary stories that i was told in elementary school because they made me so scared so we're gonna keep it pretty pretty relaxed today but still get the vibe of october in while we can i also i do apologize for the latish episode um i know it's going out thursday evening instead of thursday morning and i just want to apologize again i am really off my game you guys i am really off but i really want to get back on um i do need to start i need to plan a few more episodes um for the coming weeks but then other than that i should be good to go and you guys will start getting um episodes more on time so thank you for bearing with me thank you for being patient last week and waiting till friday just don't have my game together um but yeah so also guys um life let's just get into life updates i cut my hair shorter than i have had it since like middle school i got like collarbone ish like kind of between the collarbone and the shoulder area of hair um i'll probably like post a picture on the instagram so go follow me at the good gal podcast if you want um i'm trying to be more consistent with that in the coming weeks just because i know i probably should be anyway anyway that's a completely different thing but i was just feeling literally last night i just felt so like done with my hair so I just thought about it and I was like I've been like playing with the idea of going short for a while so let's just do it and then while I was at it I colored my hair too so it is this darker brown with like hints of mahogany in it at least the package was like dark golden mahogany or like brown golden mahogany or something like that so it does have like a bit of a red red ish tint to it and I have like um done color in it before like a red before and I did it on my own 
and I mean, I did this, I dyed it my, myself. I did not cut it myself because I was, I do sometimes cut my hair. However, you know, when it's such a drastic change, I just wanted it to be done right and be done by someone who knows what they're doing. So yeah. Um, but now like it instantly made me so happy. Like I fully encourage just going with whatever. If, it, if you know that you're going to be super ecstatic about it, because afterwards that's like all I like I was smiling so much like I just felt so like this just feels so me for right now and I really really like it and the color I think the bottle said it was permanent but I have used the same brand before it's the ion brand I just got it at Sally Beauty because they were having a special right now um it was like literally so cheap um but it says it was perm. it's permanent but the last time I did my hair red with that same, like, color, it really only lasted, like, a couple months. So, maybe, maybe permanent does mean a couple months, but for some reason in my head, I think, like, permanent, like, maybe, like, six months. For me, it was, like, two months, and then my, like, natural hair color was basically completely back, except for, like, underneath, where I guess, like, the sun didn't get to it as much or something like I don't really know what all is involved in like getting your hair back to its original color but yeah so I'm just really happy about it right now I actually think the dye like took super well to my hair and it doesn't look like patchy or anything like I think the natural my natural brown is like coming through in some parts that just like you know didn't get as much dye but and all in all like it looks really like natural in my opinion I really really like it so that's my new personality for a little bit um it's having short hair but I don't plan to like necessarily keep it short unless I just like absolutely love it short um but yeah just thought I would try something new for the fall 2023 I've also been really considering like reconstructing my wardrobe for fall I definitely got a few new pieces for fall at the thrift store I I buy guys I buy all my outfits from thrift stores because I feel like I kind of have a knack for thrift stores I don't know why I'm talking about myself so much um like like I just have such a good knack and like I'm just so funny like I'm not trying to be that way um but like genuinely I feel like I mean obviously I have missed days you know I not every day is a hit or is a hit or, um, for me, I don't know why I was, yeah, anyway, it is definitely hit or miss for me. However, um, the last couple of times I've gone to a thrift store, it was definitely hit, and I found, like, so many tops, especially, that I just, like, really, really liked. Um, that being said, though, I still have, like, a lot of clothes in my closet that I just never reach for, because either they just don't fit me how they used to, or, like, they're just not my vibe anymore. So, I'm kind of, like, been looking on Pinterest, just saving some things to my, like, personal account that I just really, really want to, like, kind of emulate this fall, and today even, I, excuse me, (coughs) I made an outfit primarily based on some, an outfit that I saved in my fall 2023, like, wardrobe on Pinterest so I'm already like starting to do that I okay see another thing with my wardrobe is my white tennis shoes they are Nike I want to say they're like the low like disrupt 
the low disrupt maybe um they're not the like second version they're like the first or something um i really don't know shoes all that well (laughs) to be quite honest but they're not air forces but they like kind of have a similar vibe they're just a bit more like they look a bit more chunky on the bottom and maybe a bit more like like dunks you know wait is that the is that the right word i don't see again i don't know shoes extremely extremely well however anyway they need to be replaced asap however i've been thinking recently what if i tried for fall to just not wear white tennis shoes period like what if i tried to stretch myself and not just wear my white shoes every single day i'm not gonna lie to you guys I think I have maybe worn something other than my white tennis shoes to classes like three times this semester. I have had like eight weeks of classes and I don't think that's a bad thing. I'm not trying to hate on the white shoe game. I love it. I love the vibe of a good white tennis shoe. However, personally, I just feel like it's kind of like made me confined to this one like specific look that I really like have kept up for, you know, three years. Like I have kept like pretty much the same clothes for the past like three years for my fall and winter outfits and while I really like that I'm also like really wanting change recently just like changing it up a bit um getting rid of the clothes that I just never pull from my closet um I definitely want to be like a bit more girly this fall I think a lot of times I end up just wearing like an oversized like flannel with like really baggy jeans and you know my white sneakers and like not saying that that's not like girly i just like have been been drawn to the more like girls girl like sweater and skirt or like boots and like you know maybe even like not tight tight clothes but like more fitted clothes because i tend to i tend to really really harp on the oversized look so yeah just like kind of broadening my wardrobe and just like trying different looks on um just even to get out of my comfort zone a bit and not like feel like I'm just confined to this one specific look that I've been wearing for so long so yeah um I've been I've definitely been doing all the Pinteresty stuff um I definitely also want to be using my tote bag way more than I have been but that's a completely different thing anyway so I feel like that's basically all my life updates we're, oh we're coming up on fall break which will be really really nice like just to not have school for a couple of days um and just relax so I'm looking forward to that but also like I don't really know what I'm going to be doing with that time but I do want to definitely go like shopping and you know get all the goods um today's drink of the day you know if you just want to know is a spindrift a mango orange spindrift and let me let me taste test for you guys me acting like I've haven't like drunk a whole case of these before um mango orange might be one of my favorite spindrift drinks i will say the lime just the plain lime is what got me hooked on spindrift and ever since then i can't i did not think that i was ever going to be a sparkling water gal like an unsweetened sparkling water like flavored sparkling water gal because i had only ever tried Lacroix, and Lacroix tastes like like you're eating the 
a fruit. You're eating a fruit, but you can't taste the flavor of it. But someone in another room whispers the name of the fruit that, like, you're blindfolded. And you're taste testing a fruit. And someone whispers in another room, pineapple. And, like, that's the flavor that you're supposed to, like, pick up. You know, and that didn't, that really didn't make sense. But it's just, it's not for me. It actually makes me want to throw up and, um, gag, quite frankly. Um, but Spindrift has more, like, juice flavor to it. Like, it has more, it's not sweet, obviously. Like, it's not, like, sweet, sweet. But I do definitely think that the fruit comes through more. And so it doesn't taste like just straight salts or water. You know, so I think that's right with seltzer water. Maybe that's alcoholic. I don't know. I'm definitely giving like dumb girl right now. Um, because I'm like, what's that? I don't really know what that is. Um, but my brain can't work. So yeah, (laughs) just acting dumb. Anyway, um, that was not meant to be offensive at all. So yeah, today was so chill. I did not have a single class. So it was really, really nice. And I was vibing. So yeah. Um, I think that's all the life updates for now. I've just been rambling, rambling, rambling. So we're going to get into the spooky stories now. Um, yeah, I just randomly like screenshot these from reddit so i just looked up like scary stories on reddit and there's like a whole page of them so i just thought that would be fun and again these aren't that scary but i will like put like a trigger warning because you know some people are i mean we're all at very very varying levels (laughs) why can i not say that word varying levels of like okayness of what am I even trying sensitivity to scary stories and trust me I am you know on a scale of one to ten ten being like you can handle everything I am a zero so I'm definitely not even on the scale but yeah okay so this one is from just another gamer okay he says or she says I have had several dreams similar to what I am posting Ooh, yes. I've been a caver in Florida for about 13 years, since I was about six, and I've been to a lot of caves. Never been afraid before this to go into one. When I was about seven or eight years old, I started having this reoccurring dream. I would have it at least twice a year, always the same, even though I would realize I was dreaming after the first few iterations. I would fall asleep and dream of being in a cave. And going into this little hole in the bottom, inside I would see a 10 to 15 foot long corridor about 2 to 4 feet high. At the end, it would always turn left, and I saw a bent red stop sign at the end. That seems weird to me. Why why bent? Okay, anyway. Why stops? Wait. That's actually so good. Anyway, continue. Like someone ripped off the top of the stop sign and tossed it in. I don't exactly know what he means by that, but we will continue. He says, I, she says, I don't know, but I would always follow the corridor. 
I would turn and walk past the sign despite being scared, despite many times knowing what was there, and the corridor would start descending, quickly opening up into a large vertical chamber with a path leading down in a corkscrew. Everything became blurry at this point, but it was always the same. I saw trash scattered on the walls. I saw the pit leading down to a curved floor, and I saw my family, each with one of of the things oh excuse me sorry the things being he saw like undefined animals or people or something at the bottom of this at the floor of this pit and he saw he saw his family being tortured and killed every time and i could never do anything after i saw that i would be stuck for a few seconds until i felt more than i saw everything turn and look at me And I would wake up, not like a normal dream where you just drift to consciousness or a nightmare where you bolt in fear, but like something pushed me out, like I wasn't supposed to be there. So I've had this dream multiple times a year until I turned 15. I did tell a friend about the dream before what happens next. My father decided to take us to some caves we had never been before, one of which was Dog Drop. It was likely named that because someone either threw their pet in there or a coyote fell in and the body was later discovered. Dog Drop has a roughly 30-foot rapple straight down to enter. I went down with my brother while my father waited up at the top. There was a hole in the ground. I started to feel so uneasy, um, though I did not know why. So I followed my brother into the hole. I felt worse as I moved down, and when I looked up, I saw the same corridor the same turn, the same wall, the same bottles at the corner, and I instantly was hit with some overwhelming sense of nausea, nausea, and fear, being and being watched, and everything was screaming at me to leave. I froze, and I must have made some noise because my brother turned around and asked what was wrong. I managed to say I was wanting to leave now and climbed out as quickly as I could, followed immediately by my brother. We packed up and left. Never have gone back and never will. Haven't told anyone what actually happened. Just said I wasn't feeling well and they forgot pretty quickly. The thing that really makes it creepy for me is that I've never had the dream again. Year after year, I would have it consistently, but it just stopped after that. But I still remember it all. And I still feel afraid, almost an external fear when I think of it. Okay, this one I chose because I've definitely also experienced very scary dreams to the point, and very, very vivid dreams, to the point that, like, it would be, like, with me throughout the day, and the only way that I could kind of, like, process it was writing it in my notes. So, in my notes app, I have, like, different dreams that were actually, like, terrifying to me, or just, and very, very complex dreams. Um, so I definitely, like, feel for this guy because dreams can be, like, so scary and you kind of just wonder, like, does this mean something? Does this mean something in my life? And, like, obviously for him, it was kind of like a deja vu moment and I was just kind of, like, shocked because I don't think I've ever heard of it being that, that deja vu-ish, you know? Like, most people, it's like, oh, this feels like I've dreamt this before, but they can't, like, pinpoint it. This guy literally had, like multiple multiple repeated dreams of this place and then he goes there and that's just insane like I wonder what it was I wonder what the feeling was of just like just feeling like you weren't supposed to be there so I just I don't know I think dreams 
are definitely very interesting. Like, I want to understand why we have dreams. Like, what's the point? And also, why do we often forget them? But then why why is it that some people, like, not necessarily always including me because I don't always remember my dreams, but, like, why is it that sometimes we have, like, very, very vivid dreams that we remember and that, like, stick with us so hard? Like, I just... I why like why why does our brain work that way you know okay next story when my grandparents oh this is by i don't think i can say the name of the person who uh submitted this one to reddit but hold on i'm gonna get a drink okay we're back okay when my grandparents bought their house for a family of 10 my grandpa found a fake wall upstairs. He tore it. Okay, my fridge was just making noise. Anyway, he tore it down to make more room for the family. Behind the wall were children's clothes and play toys, almost like they walked off the room in a hurry. Like the children walked off in the room in a hurry. My mom told me stories of sitting in her room and something circling the walls around her, surrounding like, sounding like wallpaper being torn. When she moved out, my aunt moved in the same room. She would wake up with pictures she hung up laying on her chest in the morning. My cousins also have stories of hearing footsteps coming up from the stairs and stopping outside their door in the middle of the night. I still don't go upstairs at their house because it is always cold and I get weird vibes up there. Even in my adult life, I have scary dreams that take place in their upstairs. I don't don't understand... Why have a fake wall? Like, where, when did you decide that, yes, we're just going to put up a wall? Like, like, why exactly? I don't really fully understand that. I don't really, like, were you an architecture or, and you, an architecture, (laughs) an architect and you just like understood how to throw up a wall somewhere or like, and then why were there clothes inside, like, was it like were we doing illegal things like were we predators like what was going on before in this house like I really want to know because I get the scary things like happening in like it feels like the house is haunted however why like like I just I feel like we were kind of left with more questions than we really were answered with we're just we're just left with it just as scary um but it also like wasn't that scary of a story when I was reading it I was just like this is intriguing to me like I just I want it to be like a documentary because I feel like it definitely was like maybe creepers who had the house before because I'm like that's a really large house and also you have a fake wall like I feel like there's there's more to the story but then also like why does it feel like they're haunted? Like, why does it feel like the rooms are haunted? I don't really understand. Anyway, I just thought that was an interesting... The way she wrote it was just so nonchalant. Like, yeah, like, we get scared. And, like, still to say, I have scary dreams. And, like, I don't know, just... And, like, why did your mom move out and then your aunt moved in? Like, wait, like, who... Oh. Oh. Her grandparents bought the house. So I guess, like, it was just, like, siblings switching rooms, like, as they all went to college or something like that. Huh. 
Like, it's just, it's very interesting to me. Anyway. Interesting. Okay. Next story by Lucky Cynic. Okay. While at uni, my friends and I ran out of booze. Hardly any shops were open because it was late. And so the only option was to walk the mile or so to the nearest 24-hour supermarket. Between the supermarket and the dorms we lived in was just a row after row of suburban houses, which all looked the same. As we were walking down one road, we passed a field with a large campfire and some people riding horses around it. There were people playing musical instruments and general sounds of a good time going on. The horses and fire and lanterns, which were all dotted about, gave it a very old-fashioned feel. Maybe five minutes after passing the field, now walking past houses again, one of my friends commented on how weird and out of place that gathering of people had been. My other friend and I had been thinking the exact same thing, so, since we were curious, we turned around and walked back to find out exactly what was going on. But nothing was there. Not just no people or no no horses, there was no field, just more and more houses. Even though we were absolutely certain that we were on the right road as we simply just turned around. We walked up and down the neighborhood roads too. We found nothing. We weren't drunk, though we had some drinks, and so I've got absolutely no idea what happened that night. This one, this one feels like, okay, there is a movie that I saw the trailer for, hold on, I, it was one of those, like, reels where you see the trailer for, um, get stuck in a town. Yeah, okay, what is the movie where they get trapped in- Vivarium? Is that the- It's not the village, I know. Maybe No Exit or something. Um, yeah, anyway. I mean, I don't know, that's- Maybe it's that one. It's giving that, yeah. It's giving where they're driving around and they just see the same house, they- in the same houses over and over again and they can't get out like that's what that story was giving and I was like you were you were actually the inspiration for that movie because why are you walking by so many houses like house upon house upon house like suburban like I guess it is suburban but I'm just thinking like cookie cutter houses that all look the same like that's that gets scary after a while and then Maybe it was honestly the mirage. Like, you, it's like you're walking in the desert and you wish for water and so you just see water. It's like you're just walking by the houses, house after house after house, and you're just like, I want to see something new. And so you, like, all see the... But that's just so odd to me. Either you all, like, have the same hallucination or, like, <laughs> you were walking in an alternate universe or something for, like, two seconds. I don't know. It's just very interesting to me. Um, I like that story because it wasn't too scary. Alrighty, we're back. Sorry for the awkward, like, pause. Um, my roommate just, like, walked in and she was, like, like, talking to me. Anyway, so, yeah. Um, let's, like, move on to the next story. I feel like I don't have much more to say about that one. Um, okay. This one is by Goatbusters BM. Okay, slay. Slay name. Four years ago. Actually, this one... I'm going to take a drink before, because this one's a long, longer one. Okay, we're back. And my voice, for some reason, once I start talking, mm, it gets bad. Anyway, four years ago, 
I lived in a very large farmhouse that was converted into two apartments. The house was known as the old boys' home. It was used. It was used. Nice. It used to uh, house boys with behavioral issues, but was closed due to allegations of molestation. Why do I say it like that? Molest. Ashley, how do I? How do you say that? Molestation. You know, it's been a night. It's been a night. Anyway. Anyway, I was living with my boyfriend and three-year-old daughter at the time. My bedroom had a large fireplace that had been boarded up and painted over. I decided to push my bed up against it one day while I was rearranging things. It was like a headboard. That night, around 1 a.m., I had heard a small voice saying, Mom, Mom, Mommy. I had sat up in my bed but didn't see anything, so I reached over my boyfriend trying to grab down to get down and grab my daughter and put her on our bed i kept feeling around and i was still hearing the voice but i couldn't feel her my boyfriend woke up and turned the bedside lamp and turned on the bedside lamp um asking me what the heck are you doing i explained that amelia was trying to get in our bed and i was reaching for her there was nobody there my daughter was sound asleep in her room the next night came around 1 a.m again my dog has started to whimper out the door so my boyfriend got up to take him outside you know that feeling in bed when someone lies down next to you where the bed pushes in and there's warmth in your back i felt that so i assumed my boyfriend had come back to bed i rolled rolled over and my boyfriend was not in the bed and i felt the i felt the bed release pressure whatever whatever the bed Oh, sorry. (laughs) Whatever was laying next to me has gotten up in a second. I moved my bed the next day to the other side of the room, and I never had another incident in the two years I remained in that house. I just... I didn't like the feeling of this one. Like, I... I understand it's kind of similar to the Family of Ten house um, with the fake wall, but this one just feels a little different. It feels like... It feels scarier, um, you know, and I don't like, I don't like giving these stories, uh, it's scary, but yeah, I just feel like it's a little more spooky, I don't, it's, it's getting more on the spook level, you know, but I would instantly move out, like, I don't know why she stayed for two years, but I guess if she never, never had, like, another incident with it, and she just, like, felt better, and her boyfriend felt better. Like, her boyfriend seems so chill about all of this. Like, that's that's the weird thing. I feel like he's a little too chill. Like, why does he not care? Why does he not care about the creepy voices, you know? Um, interesting, though. Like, very, very interesting. I do not wish that upon... I feel like especially when you think that you're, like, going to comfort something, someone, or you're going to be comforted, and then it's not actually real... I feel like that's such a letdown, like, more so than, like, anything else, like, I, I don't know why, it's just, like, it's just, like, that's even more spookier, because you just, you think that it's gonna be, like, something very, like, calming and peaceful, or, like, that you can bring calm and peace to someone's life, but then instantly it's shivers, you know, so I feel like that's even more spooky, anyway, anyway, okay, um, Oh, this one's... Oh, I don't like this one. But this is the last one. This one is the... Ah, I'm getting scared. (laughs) I literally... I cannot handle this, guys. Like, I literally get so scared. Anyway. 
This one is by Urge Hall, I think. Something like that. Or, I, I don't know. I posted this in a thread, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Anyway. When I was in high school, my uncle would throw me a couple bucks to help babysit his kids with my aunt. Uh, they lived in a two-story house by the water. Nice area. The kids were about three and six. One day, I was sitting in their den on my phone when I started to hear a baby crying. Thinking it was the three-year-old, I headed to the bottom of the stairs to check and see if my aunt was up there dealing with it. I called for her a couple times with no response. The baby kept crying. I called for her one more time, and when I got no response, I started walking up the stairs. Then I heard my cousins and aunt playing outside. All the hairs on my body stood up, and I literally felt a chill run down my spine. I quietly turned around, walked down the stairs, got in my car, and drove away. Um, the baby was still crying when I closed the door behind me. Um, a few of the years later, I was drunk at a family party and told my uncle this story. He told me that he and his wife used to hear the baby too, and apparently the previous owners had a kid die of SIDS. Aww. In that room upstairs. He's really Catholic and had a mass, had a mass for the baby. Aww. He said that after, it never happened again. Still gives me the willies when I talk about it, though. That's... <laughs> That's so sad about the child dying of SIDS. Aww. Um, <laughs> that's actually so sad. But also terrifying. Um, I don't, again, I don't like the noises. I don't, why it doesn't involve children oftentimes. Like, I don't understand. Also, apparently, like, predators, like, creepy people, or people trying to, like, steal. Like, I mean, this is not anything new. But, like, they would also, like, make it have like a baby noise running so that like single women or something would come outside their homes and then they would like trying to like help a baby crying and then like they would take the pe the women or they would like go into their house and like raid it and that's like actually really scary to think about and really sad like oh just thinking about that anyway but yeah i literally have chills i cannot handle scary things i am actually terrified right now so we're gonna be ending the episode there today um thank you so much for listening i hope you got like a little spoot i again i don't think i can do much more for you guys i am so spooked right now i don't feel well um so anyway um i hope you all have a great rest of your day a great evening and i will see you again next thursday if you would like if you're feeling extra generous today please hit that five star review um it really helps me out um and then again you can visit my website to find my instagram just a click away and also any other links like every my be real and pinterest if you'd like to see some of the products that i use that would be really helpful to me thank you all so much and bye